Welcome to the Speed of Life Show, a podcast for busy professionals who have it all. I'm your host, Navneet Mann, professional life and success coach, speaker, and lawyer. Join me each week as we break down common issues faced by high achievers and provide you with tools and techniques on how to overcome them yourself. The Speed of Life Show is all about taking you from feeling stuck to being unstoppable. I'm here to get you out of the rat race and create a life you freaking love. So let's get started. Hello and welcome to the very first episode of the Speed of Life show. I am so excited you're here and so excited to get started. Today's topic is a juicy one. We are going to be talking about if you're so successful, then why aren't you happy? Have you ever wondered how you're so damn successful, you've done it all right, but you just can't seem to feel that happiness inside bursting out of you? Of course you have. That's why you're here. Today we're going to be discussing why high achievers appear to have it all on the outside, but secretly they feel unhappy on the inside. Now, this doesn't mean that you spend every moment of every day feeling absolutely miserable. What I'm talking about is that deeper sense of fulfillment, that feeling of knowing that life is freaking good and you are just so unequivocally happy with your life right now. Now, if you've done everything right, but you still find yourself not feeling completely fulfilled inside, then you're not alone and you're in the right place. In this episode, we'll be discussing what makes successful people feel so unsatisfied, and I'll give you three things that you can start doing today to align yourself and your success up with that deeper sense of fulfillment. Now, before we dive in, let's define success. Success can mean something different to all sorts of people. For me, Success means having achieved something that you set out to do, whether that's a goal, whether that's a long-term purpose. It's something that you set for yourself and you went and achieved it. It's an accomplishment that you're proud of that you can call your own. You can define success however you like. You can define it in relation to your career, to your relationships, to your status in this world, or just in general life. But I want you to take a moment right now and just kind of think about it. What does success mean to you? You don't need to think about whether you've accomplished it yet. You don't need to think about whether you in your eyes are the most successful person. But just come up with a definition of what it means to you and kind of keep that top of mind for the remainder of this episode. Now, no matter how you define success, I think you'll agree that it has many layers to it. Once you achieve success in one area you often find yourself already looking to the next, especially a high achiever like you. You're never just satisfied with being in that one zone for very long. Now, this whole persona, this feeling of wanting the next thing is exactly what's wrong. This is how we've set ourselves up for misery by setting all these unachievable standards for ourselves. So for example... You might think that the only way you're going to be happy is if you're the absolute best. If you're the best lawyer, the best doctor, the best leader, the best partner, the best friend, the best 
whatever, fill in the blank. That's the only way you're going to actually feel satisfied because if you're not the best, then what's the point, right? Wrong. (laughs) The problem is it's actually nearly impossible to measure. This is such a subjective thing. What is the standard you're trying to beat here? Are you trying to beat everyone in the world? Are you trying to beat everyone around you? Who are you trying to be better than? Either way, we're constantly pushing ourselves faster and harder and just thinking that we need to be even better than we are. There's one thing of using that as a positive challenge to challenge yourself and become the best version of you. But when it takes over your mind and creates this dissatisfaction around you because you're so obsessed with being the best out there and without that you can't find happiness, that's where the issue lies. That measuring stick that you're measuring yourself against, it's vague. And for some reason, as time goes on, it gets more and more blurry. Yet we keep pushing. You keep trying to be better. You keep trying to be the best. And meanwhile, you're never happy with where you are or what you have. So all the success that you have doesn't even give you happiness. It just feels empty at the end of the day. Even if you're able to achieve this standard of success or happiness that you have in your mind, you find yourself quickly adapting to that and then you're yearning for more. So if you think about work, you've been waiting for this promotion, you know, just if you had a little bit of bump in your income, you'd be so much happier. And then you get it. You get the promotion, you get the raise, life is good, you're freaking happy, you go out, you celebrate. But then what? A week passes by, a month passes by, and you've adapted. You've adapted to this new promotion. You've adapted to this more money, more status. And then you're right back where you were looking for the next best thing. What else can I achieve? What else can I do? Because that void inside of you didn't get filled. If you're always chasing the next best thing, you're never going to be happy with what you have. You're never going to take a moment to appreciate how far you've actually come and really just enjoy that. So slow down for a second. You need to think this way of being is not a sustainable source of happiness. This obsession with being the best and always chasing the next best thing, the next promotion, the raise, the better place, the better car, none of that is going to fill that void. None of it is actually going to make you happy in the long term. It's all going to be short-lived. And I'm sure right now, as you're thinking about your success, you can probably think of a few examples where you've adapted to the next level. So what is going to fill that void? What can we do? I'm sure you're questioning that right now. So how do you resolve this internal struggle? I'm going to give you three key things that you can start doing to start filling that void and aligning yourself and your amazing success with genuine satisfaction, with actual fulfillment. So you're not sitting there questioning whether you belong where you are. Now, the first main key thing is understanding your mindset. Mindset may sound airy fairy, but it's really true. Your thoughts do become your reality. So if you don't like the situation you're in, you really need to start thinking and realizing your thoughts around that situation. 
Mindset is such a massive topic, and we're going to be diving deeper into this in future episodes. But for purposes of this episode, I just want to focus on one key thing. What I want you to think about with your definition of success at the forefront is start thinking about why. If we're going to figure out why you're so successful but not happy, I want you to consider why you're doing what you're doing. I want you to really understand your big why. I'm sure you've heard of this before. It's kind of a coin term now, start with why. Simon Sinek wrote a great book about it if you want to pick it up. But your why is essentially your purpose. It really is starting from within. It is, it's what matters to you. Why I'm I'm bringing this up is because so many of us are speeding through life. We're expecting amazing things to happen in our life because we've done it all right. We've checked all the boxes. We've done all the right things, but we're completely misaligned with ourselves. And then we wonder why we're not happy. There's the disconnect. When's the last time you stopped? You just stopped in your tracks and you asked yourself why you are where you are, why you do what you do. So why are you in this career? Why did you get that degree? Why are you at this juncture in your life at this moment wondering what the fuck happened to your happiness? What's going on? I want you to take a moment, not right now, but today or later this week, but just take a moment to reflect on this and consider your big why. This is going to help you really get things into perspective. It's going to help you navigate the feelings of dissatisfaction so you can start aligning with what really matters to you. Now, this doesn't mean you go and flush everything down the toilet because your career might not be exactly where you think you need to be. But this is all a part of the process. And the very, very first step is understanding your big why, what your bigger purpose is, what matters to you. This might not be clear right away, but you'll at least be able to look back at all the steps you've taken and try to understand why you've taken those specific steps that have gotten you to where you are right now. That's what brings me to point number two. Find something meaningful to you. Something that anything that matters to you, something that goes beyond what you're expected to do, something that is more personal to you. It doesn't have to be completely significant. It doesn't have to be huge. It could be small. It could be the little things, but it should be something that is really meaningful and matters to you. So for example, if you're really into your health and fitness, this might be going to the gym taking that yoga class, you know, you've told yourself you don't have time for doing something active, or maybe your job is very numbers focused or very academic and you want to do something creative and that that's something that's meaningful for you. Maybe something meaningful is spending time with your partner where the TV's not invited. You just leave that sucker off and have a conversation for once without looking at your phones or go out with your friends and have a laugh and, you know, share time with each other that's not through the screen or Instagram memes. This activity is going to be a reality check for you. It's a tangible measure of your actual happiness. So if you're spending the day locked up in your corner office, buried under a pile of paperwork, you know that you have something 
that's just yours, that gives you that joy that is more meaningful to you. And if you actually start dissecting it, I'll bet you anything it's aligned with your big why and what matters to you the most. This is connected to point number three. Number three is doing things that you're actually genuinely good at. Most people are the happiest when they're doing things that they're good at. Now listen carefully. I'm not telling you to break your back and get good at things that you don't enjoy. I'm not saying run out there and, you know, become the best at your job, even though there's so much friction and it doesn't make you happy. What I'm talking about is that genuine excitement you get when you're in the zone. When you're doing something you're really good at, you actually enjoy it a lot more. Even if it is work or something that normally is not as exciting on the outside. So this is the stuff that you will gravitate towards. It's instinctive to you. You don't have to fake it. You don't have to pretend like you're having a great time. You're actually just enjoying this. And if you're in that lane and you spend time doing things that you love, you're not even going to think about being better than others. You're not even going to think about whether you're the best. You're not going to waste any energy trying to keep chasing the next level and running towards that because you're already there. You're already happy doing something that you enjoy. We're kind of stuck on this hamster wheel sometimes. Having to be better than others means that you believe that there is a limited amount of success and happiness to go around. You're just chasing, chasing, chasing the next thing, trying to be the best. You're not even looking around to see if you're enjoying what you're doing because it doesn't matter. You think happiness is on the other side of that hamster wheel. It's that whole mindset is actually more of a scarce mindset. You think that there isn't enough happiness for everyone to go around and only that elite best person or best people, quote unquote, really deserve that. The truth is, when you reach the next level, like I said, you're just going to adapt to it so easily that you're going to get back on that hamster wheel and be looking for the next best thing. So what you need to do is actually pump the brakes. Pump the brakes, take a minute and think about getting out of that rat race and doing something you enjoy. Now, if you're looking at work, this can mean the tasks that you're really good at, the ones that you thrive in where you're in the zone and time just flies and before you know it, it's the end of the day. Doing those tasks and maybe the stuff that doesn't feel so good, the stuff that you're procrastinating on, the things that you don't want to actually do, what about delegating that to someone else? Maybe that's in somebody else's zone of genius. If you're the one who likes to write the reports or do the presentations or meet with the clients and that's kind of where you thrive, then do more of that. That's what this means. The more stuff that you do that you enjoy, that you're good at, the happier you're going to be in that zone and the less you're going to be worried about beating yourself or reaching the next level. In your personal life, what does this look like? This can look like realizing the things that give you more energy, the things that are actually making you feel more alive. So beyond doing something meaningful, it's the things that are fueling you up. 
So maybe you say no to all the things that are draining you. Learn to say no to those plans, to those expectations that people have of you and do things that you actually enjoy. And that's how you're going to stay in that zone where you are thriving. So if you're looking at this holistically, I want you to really think about that definition of success that you described earlier. Think about how you're defining your success, how you're looking at it. Is it something you've already accomplished? Is it the next thing that you wish to accomplish? Whatever it is, I want you to keep that in the forefront and apply these three key points, not only to that one piece of success, but to the way you function overall. This doesn't just apply to work. It applies to your life. It's all freaking connected. So let's recap. More success, more accolades, more education does not equate to more happiness. If you want more happiness, you got to freaking create it. And how are you going to do that? Well, the three steps that you're going to use to move closer to a more fulfilled and happy, genuinely happy and satisfied life is a, sorry, one, starting with your why. Really diving deep into why you are where you are, why you do what you do, why you've chosen to accomplish what you have now. Was that your idea? Was it instilled in you prior to? What was it? Where did this come from and why are you here now? And if you don't like the sound of that, then explore why you want that success. Explore what your purpose is and how you want to pivot your why. That's going to play such a key role in the way you move forward, in the decisions that you make, in the way you view each situation. So really spend some time doing that work. Number two, do something meaningful. Do something that is just yours. Try to do it every day. For me, I wake up and I like to meditate. That's my 10 or 15 minutes in the morning before I get inundated with emails, before I even brush my teeth. I sit down, I get myself in the zone and I spend that 10 or 15 minutes each morning with myself because it clears my mind. It starts me off on a great foot. I am completely relaxed and it just makes me feel connected to myself and my greater purpose. So you find something that's meaningful for you and do it as often as possible. Number three, find and do the stuff that you're good at. So in everyday life, find the tasks that you do better than most people, the things that give you energy, that refuel you, and try to do more of that. Do less of the things that drain you, You can delegate that. You can say no to that and don't freaking feel guilty. You are only as good to other people as you feel to yourself. Okay, so if you are miserable within yourself, you're not going to serve anyone around you. So say no to the shit you can't or won't or don't want to do. Do more stuff that you're good at and you will find yourself enjoying it more and genuinely being happier. All right, everyone, I hope you enjoyed this first episode of the show. I hope it sets you up 
to give you a little bit more information on what we're going to be talking about and makes you excited for all that's to come. So this was just the first one. We're going to be going deep into some of these topics. Um, And next week, what we're going to talk about is why when people tell you everything happens for a reason, that's a bunch of bullshit. We'll be connecting a little bit with everything we've talked about in this episode and taking it to the next level next week. Again, I'm your host, Navneet Mann, and I am so thrilled you were able to join me today. Cannot wait to share all the future episodes with you. So join me next week on another episode of The Speed of Life Show. Until then, see you later. Hey, everyone. I hope you liked today's episode of The Speed of Life Show. If you did, please don't forget to hit subscribe and write us a review. We're always looking to improve and love hearing your feedback. And if you want some more personalized support and would like to work with me one-on-one, then head over to navneetman.com forward slash coaching to apply to work with me directly. Until next time, this is your host Navneetman signing off. I'll see you next week.